Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. From the Kiss 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Bless your car. This is You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Um, I'm so pumped about this. No pun intended. I went a lot of years of my life without having a driver's license. I didn't get a driver's license until I was in my 40s. And years ago. the one thing that I missed out on that I saw people do when I was a kid that I wish I could do. Drifting? No, man. Oh. Gas clips are coming back. Gas clips? On the nozzle. So when you want to fill up, you can just clip it and then stand there like a cool guy leaning oh. against your car. You don't have to hold the dirty nozzle. They're coming back, but I thought they got rid of them. They did 17 years ago. The reason that once it hit the max that your vehicle could take, it's supposed to just automatically stop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There is a... Also, people kept driving away with them still attached to their car. Oh, really? Yeah, because they forget about it. (laughs) There's a Shell gas station near where I live that still has those clips. Really? Yes. Because they were illegal for 17 years. And I used it once. Yeah? Did you feel awesome? Did you feel like, did you feel cool? No, because the clip stuck. So when the tank filled, it started to overflow. See, that's not safe. And then I had to... No, no, no. And then I got gasoline all over my sneakers. Yeah. I got gasoline all over my hands trying to take the, the yeah, clip that's not good. off. That's not good. That's not good. They say that there was a, they were removed and banned because drivers were forgetting the nozzles in their car and potentially driving away with them still in the tank. But after 17 years, Petro Canada has officially brought back the clips to gas stations across the country, except in Quebec, where they are still illegal. The only rule is that you have to stay within 25 feet of your car while the nozzle is in the locked position. Plus, you're not allowed to enter the store until you're finished at the pump. But can I just say something right now to my fellow drivers? Drivers. Okay. Mr. Experienced Driver of Two Years. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that aggravate me. Now that I, I was... Uh, here we go. Okay. Once I started driving a car, it uh-huh. opened me up to a whole world of things that now drive me crazy. Here we go. Okay. Can I just say, when you're at a gas station mm-hmm. and you fill your car... Yes. First of all, who the hell goes into pay in 2019? That itself is ridiculous. Oh, Don't. God. Now, if you fill your car... Yes. And you close it up. You put the nozzle back on the thing and you close your gas tank up and everything else. Yeah. You deserve to have your legs broken if you then leave your car in front of a pump, walk into the gas station and stand in line at the Tim Hortons. Wow. Yep. Because you think you, should, you have to pull off to the side. Thank you. Go and park your bloody car. 
Don't leave it there. That's not a parking space for you to then go in and buy a coffee. Sometimes those lineups at those Tim Hortons and the gas stations... Oh, they go on forever. They go on forever. You're waiting there like five minutes. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Don't leave your car. That's not a parking space. It's not where you park to go in and buy a car or to go in and buy a coffee while you just filled your car. Legs broken. Just saying. Damn. Don't actually break somebody's legs if they do that, though. Okay. Also, you've only been driving for how long? This Two is what years. I'm saying. And so these are... I'm now aggravated. I, I obsess about... These things. I don't know why anybody in the world would do that. Who? How? In, you know how inconsiderate that is to leave your car in front of a pump and go in to buy a coffee. Well, the times that I have. <laughs> no, man, you can't talk your there, way out of this. There weren't Protect your any legs, other cars. Gun. There weren't any other cars at the gas station. Uh huh. There were no lineups of yep. cars waiting to get to the pump that I was using. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So it's inconsiderate. It's when rude. there's nobody there, and there are more than enough pumps available for nope. if a car or a truck or whatever were to drive up, could go and use. While nope. I went into no, nope. but you Tim know Martin's what gas stations grab, are like. Grab a they coffee. fill up in a second. So are you also all in, of a sudden? Do you also think you should pull off to the side if you want to squeegee your window? Pull off to the side if you want to squeegee your window. Because they you offer the squeegee about? at the no, gas pump. No, the squeegee's pump. right there. You're still there. You're still I know, working but you're on not the car. Using the gas pump. No, at you're that still, point. No, stop it. Don't get me off track. I will say, in a case where there are cars at every single pump, yeah. at that point, if I do need to get a coffee, mm-hmm. I will take the car and park it in front of the gas station, one of the open spots. What if there's no in. open spot? Then I don't get my coffee then. Thank you. That's the way it should be. No coffee for you. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Hey, after five years, uh, Leslie Jones is leaving Saturday Night Live. Uh, sources say, say that after five years of driving, Ross has got a very strong opinion. Five, please. I'm at what two and a half. <laughs> I think half. I've been yeah, driving true, now for two and a half. Oh, I man, still I don't have Leslie my. Jones. I don't have my full G yet, guys. <gasps> you still have to have an experienced driver in the passenger seat when you drive. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. You're not allowed to drive at night. No, no, no. I can still drive at night. I just can't. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what I can't do. Take both hands off the wheel. I don't have to drive with a parent, Maury. Jesus. Ma, I gotta go to Home Depot. Can you go with me? You guys are jerks, man. You know what? This is why I didn't drive until I was 40. I can't take the heat. It's too much heat, man. It's too much heat. Stop it. It's too much heat. Anyway. Okay. Let's Jones. Uh, five years she's leaving the show. Okay? Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> jerks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? I just wanted to say that I've been driving for 15 years. <laughs> so uh, I completely agree with Roz about the Tim Hortons thing. Like, <sighs> it's not a parking spot. Like, you shouldn't be parking there. Just put your damn gas in and move. Like, other Thank people you. have stuff to do. And then I also agree with Dan Mori too. Like, don't sit there and squeegee your car. Like, go through a car wash. It's 2019. Like, what is that dirty squeegee going to do for your window? First of all, any, <laughs> anybody, anybody that puts their hand on one of those squeegees, woof. Yeah, they're pretty gross. Like, and the water looks nasty. Nasty. It's always dark brown. They never change it. Yeah, yeah that's no. pretty gross. No, like, believe what? me, in, in, in life, I've learned a few things in life from all my travels and years on this planet. And that is, if you see something and it looks like a urinal, it's probably been used as a urinal before. 100%. I can, I can agree with you with there. I, I haven't yeah. been as much experience with you, but I can yeah. tell you that water is disgusting. So get, get out of the way. That's why I don't or- use the squeegee and I never drink from a punch bowl.
That's hilarious. Hashtag that ain't eggnog. (laughs) That is disgusting. That is disgusting. Thanks so much for calling in today. Have a great day, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Time to go through some of these Apple Podcast reviews that we've got. Um, Love, love, love the fact that you guys take the time to uh, sit down and and write very thoughtful notes to us and throw us five stars. Again, we get these on Apple Podcasts, so if you've not yet left a review or a rating, feel free to do so. Okay, Marcos2000, subject line is the best. Gave us five stars. I listen to the podcast every day when I take the bus to school for about two hours. Wish there's more podcast release and more than just the two days. Mocha is my favorite. So thank oh. you very much, yeah, Marcos2000. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, listen. Sure, man. I hear it's you. It's what was written. You're not going to edit the man's content. CK Solutions, right? Smooth, cool podcast as the subject <laughs> line. <laughs> Been listening to the radio show for years. The podcast helps me get through the day at work. So thank you for that. Lila writes this, I love you guys. I listen to the show in the morning on my way to work and I binge the podcast on my way home. There's some crazy drivers in Brampton, Brampton, Ontario, and I find myself yelling at them every day. Listening to your podcast makes me laugh so hard and I just ignore those idiots. Thank you for all that you guys do. You're the greatest thing to ever happen to radio. Claudia Nakla writes this. The subject line is, how hippos poop. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I died laughing at Roz vividly describing hippos helicopter poop. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they helicopter poop. <laughs> right. Love you guys, and the podcast was a lifesaver while on maternity leave and needing some entertainment, as for the first time in my life, I found myself missing my drive to work. So uh, if you're listening to the show outside of Toronto, the Roz and Mocha show is on Kiss 92.5, Monday to Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. You can listen, Kiss 92.5. Also want to give a shout out to uh, new Razamoka listeners. We welcome you to the Razamoka family from Edmonton because we yeah. launched the show in Edmonton finally on KISS 91.7. So if uh, you are listening to the Razamoka show for the first time and, and you're, you're joining us right now, this is like episode 98. So you have 97 more episodes <laughs> to get caught up on. For the Raza Mocha Show. So get on Apple Podcasts, leave your rating and or review. We can't thank you enough for that. And we'll continue to read your reviews on the Raza Mocha Show podcast. So Jason Momoa got stuck in an elevator in Vancouver. And I guess he was in there with like five other people and a dog for like hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you haven't been stuck in an elevator? Uh, Yeah, I have actually. Yeah? Yeah. For how long? Do you remember? Like 40 minutes. Yeah, I was stuck in an elevator here in this building for an hour. One Were day. you really? And it was like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's scary. Were you alone? No, it was one other dude. Oh, let's see. I don't know if I'd like that, man. That's when I started having real terrible thoughts. And speaking of those terrible thoughts, so if you listen to the the audio, because he just did a bunch of Insta stories while he was in there, Jason Momoa, I don't know at what point, but at some point, they all start talking about who they would eat first I'll if call. it came to that. It's hard to hear. Yeah, trust you. Fire department doesn't want to show up. They just sell. Hey, yeah, hey. what are you thinking? Get us out. Yeah, yeah, bro. Oh shit! What's like you get? We've been all here for what a half hour? Two hours, bro. You're, 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 you
Jason Momoa says, I'm going to eat you first. That's all you need. Yeah, you offer up that arm to Aquaman. So what did you do, Maury? You went, Maury went in an elevator and tried to get people to commit that if they did get stuck, they would not eat him. Oh, God. <laughs> Maury, honestly, if we got stuck on an escalator, I would eat you. <laughs> okay, promise me that if we get stuck in this elevator, you won't eat me first. I don't plan to eat you, even if we're stuck. I think I can survive quite a few days without eating. Can I have your word you're not going to eat me first? I'm a vegetarian. You got my word. Oh. Oh, so the, okay, so I can eat you first. I'm not very filling, though. But yes, sure. Knock yourself out. Can I have your word you won't eat me first? Uh, I don't know if I can commit to that. Why not? <laughs> Depends on how hungry we both are. Ooh, okay, well, I'm not meaty. Every man for themselves. Ah, yeah, you are. Okay, I'm in the elevator with two men. If we get stuck in this elevator, can I have your word you're not going to eat me first? Uh, yes, you have my word. So, okay, so who's eating who? Probably I would eat my husband since I'm pregnant. Okay, can I have your word? What about you? Yes, I'm a vegetarian. Okay, so what are we going to do? Oh, I get to eat you. I think I'm a goner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I'm just going to lie down and just... But you're, you're, I mean, you're not you're not bulky, so I mean. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not going to get a lot out of me, but what will it'll last for you for a while if you hit that little said. like emergency button. So. Uh, how long we're we going to be in the elevator? <laughs> what if it's three hours? I won't eat you first. <laughs> Four hours. <laughs> Couple of days, maybe. Yeah. Where are you going to be? I'm not bulky. Well, uh, I'll find some meaty parts. <laughs> uh, did, by the digits, I'll take my digits first. You're going to eat yourself? Yes. Ew. Well, I'll have still the palm uh, of my hand left. You're desperate. Yeah. <laughs> or you just really don't want to eat me. Uh. You asked me to promise. <laughs> oh Man, I don't God. know where you were, Marvin, but there's a lot of passive people. Yeah. <laughs> not one of these people had an ounce of fight in them. No, not at all. Like, where were you? There was not one ounce of fight in any. There was not one sense of survival in any of those people. It was, it was like a hotel elevator. First of all, I don't know how. Could you imagine you check into a hotel? You come to Toronto for the first time. You get into an elevator at the hotel, and Maury's in there going, "Can I eat you first? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I guess the last day in the city for the old school old school streetcars is Monday. Is yes. it really? Yeah. Yeah. There's only two. Yeah. Are they both on Queen? Yeah, they're both going to be running on Queen on Monday afternoon if you want to go and take a photograph. Yeah, and I guess... And for free. Yeah, it's uh, it's free for riders on oh, Monday wow. between 2 and 5. I think that you're missing the point that this is a moment in history. I'm just... I'm, I'm, ta- I'm describing exactly that. But this you, is... The, how do you want me to present this story? Like as though it's a big thing. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Guys... Yeah, there are only two more old streetcars, and it's then exactly there are the no way more I said. old streetcars. Exactly cars. the way I said. If you're going to do something like over the top, then make it over the top. You but again? you, you yeah, literally just yeah. said the same thing I did, but only you use poor grammar. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Okay, you ready? And your lungs yeah. collapsed. Go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Listen, you better not go. You. I'm worried about you, Maury. I always worry on a long weekend because it's an extra day of not seeing Maury. Oh, gives I bought- him a, Gives him an extra day to pass away from natural causes. Yeah, I'm allowed to have one cider. Okay, here we go. Right. <laughs> Guys, there's only two old streetcars. And on Monday, there will be no more old streetcars. What makes them old? I don't know. I can't picture them in my They're the ones that are smaller. The, the regular streetcars. The old, yeah, no. the new streetcars. 
Yeah. Okay, so the new streetcars are going to now be the only streetcars. Oh, okay. What you're normally used to as streetcars will yeah. cease to exist. You know the ones oh. without air conditioning? Sure. Okay, yeah, those. And, and because Maury screwed this up so bad, thank you, Maury. Yeah, um, no it's Monday is when they will provide free service to riders. That's what I said. No, you didn't. Um, and that is going to be a long queen from two to five. So oh, okay. I guess if you want to go and take one last ride on one of the old oh streetcars, yeah. Wait, Touch so where? Joe. What? <laughs> <laughs> Touch them all, Joe. <laughs> Are you seriously crying over streetcars right now? But I just because I'm thinking about be, being a child sitting on those streetcars. What no was children. the last time you went on one of them streetcars? I mean, that's like years ago. Okay, yeah. But and up until them. this story came out. You had not thought about either of those two streetcars at all. They were in your life. You didn't know that they were going to be gone. Just just give me one second. What was it about when you were a kid more and being on that streetcar that brings up so much emotion? Like sitting there with my dad going to like a ball game. Yeah. And what do you think about when you think about that? Like what, what hits you? How like I won't be able to sit on that with my dad anymore. And what like immediately thinking like I have that memory and others don't. Why do you think that memory stayed with you? Because it's such a great memory and I love my dad. Yeah. You know, and like when the streetcars are gone, there goes my memories with it. Right. And if they destruct the streetcars, they're tearing apart my memories. When's the last time you told your dad this? About the streetcars? No, just about this in general. That you even have these, that you even have these memories of them. But we don't talk like that. We're men. Why not? Just because like, you know, it's embarrassing. Why is it embarrassing? Because it's like he'll judge me for loving him. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so. And now with the street... Oh my God, the streetcars. <laughs> Full tears. Full <laughs> tears. How long did that take me? Is that a new record for me? Is that yeah. a new record? That was, that How long was, did that take me? That was literally <laughs> six, 62 seconds. Can we get Actually, one less than that. Less than that. Can we get less one more, that. like another week of them, the streetcars? <laughs> take them Just away. One week? <laughs> Come on, man. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You know how I feel about rules when it comes to drinking. It drives me crazy. Sure. Right? When you go to Europe, you realize how well they live. And I'm not saying that life should revolve around alcohol, but you can go and grab like a baguette and a nice dip and a bottle of wine and go and sit in the park and just enjoy yourself as an adult. You can't do that here. It drives me crazy. As a responsible adult. I was hanging with three homeless guys. When? Two weekends ago. Uh Uh-huh. And it's been on my mind. It's been killing me. Because, Where, in the city? Yeah, in the city. So I was down by, uh, I had to take the train. So I was just down at Union Station. Okay. But, you, but like by Bremner in like where Jurassic Park is. Sure. Right? Scotiabank Arena. Scotiabank Arena. And this, there's this one homeless guy um, who recognized me and sat down and we started talking. And then his two buddies came up and then we were all just like hanging out talking. So you never met them before? No, like no, 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 no. We were just chilling. I had yeah. like a half hour to kill and these guys, it was, they were just kicking they it. They just right? had all day to kill. And one of them I had seen 10 minutes earlier in the LCBO. Yeah. Because I went in the LCBO to grab a couple cans of cider and then he went in the LCBO to buy two cans of, I don't know, like Wildcat or whatever the cheap beer is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) whatever, man, do do you. Okay, but it was, uh, there was an event happening at Air Canada Center. And so it was beautiful out. It was like a a Saturday afternoon and we were all sitting there. And one of these dudes reaches into his bag and he pulls out a can of beer and he cracks it. And I was like, all right, let's party. So I reach into my bag and I pull out a cider, I crack it, and we're just sitting there hanging, right? You guys cheers? Yeah, we're just chilling, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're all having a drink. It's beautiful outside. Summer. And 
Then three fans of this show walk up who were uh-huh. going to the event that night. They start talking to us. So now there's like seven of us. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we and, go. We're, and we're all hanging out, uh-huh. having a drink. Laughing, laughing. And, sure. and the three fans that were going to the, to the event that night yeah. um, pull out a joint. Okay. And they just uh, they start wow. blazing. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, okay, we got a party now. <laughs> now, now we get okay, things going. Now we got things going. Here's how I kick off a weekend. Yeah, we're having a great time. We're laughing like it's crazy. How yeah. We're having such a wonderful time. And just super and these casual. Dudes. Oh, me and these dudes. So great. Doesn't security come over? <gasps> Doesn't security no, come break over? Break up the party? No. Don't. Come on. They threaten to remove the guys that were drinking. What? Because you're allowed to smoke weed. Oh yeah, I guess. And I'm like, what the hell kind of world is this now? Where so hold on, you so got like three um- guys having a beer, right? And security walks up and they walk in between three guys having a beer and three guys smoking a huge joint. Yeah, don't even acknowledge their existence. But what did the security say to you? That if we don't throw them in the garbage right now, we will be removed from the premises and banned from the premises. What'd from you say? outside. I, we all just chugged our beers and threw them in the trash and then we just continued on with our party. But I was like, the dude smoking the joint. But that's legal though. Yeah, but so is drinking. I should be allowed. If you can stand outside and smoke a giant joint with your friends. What was this person, the security guard? It were was they, three security guards. Were they young or old? Mix. Complete yeah. mix. Complete like, mix. Here's, here's my whole thing though, right? Yeah. Like, if you weren't bothering other people, you weren't causing a nuisance, you weren't being excessively, like you weren't being belligerent, you weren't causing no. a scene, you're no. just hanging out. The only difference is that three of you had drinks in your hand. Yes. Like, wh- I don't understand what the problem would be. Just like outside of. That's because you know, that, like I know the the law, quote unquote, the law. Yeah, you can't drink in public, whatever. Sure, right? yeah. But like, if I, you know, if you're seeing you guys just like having a good time and not bothering anyone and you, not getting in the way of anything it, and not like stumbling, falling into traffic, no, like no, just let it be. Look, right? Let me just tell you, right? Like, if you, we always say, just be a good person, right? Like, if, just be a good person. Don't be so nitpicky. Don't grind people's gears. Don't go out of your way to just be disruptive for the sake of being disruptive. But when you see seven guys standing around, three of them are clearly going to an event because they're wearing the t-shirts for that event. Yeah. One of them is famous. That was me. And, <laughs> and, and three of them are clearly homeless guys. When <laughs> you were famous. in a city, when you were in a city the size of Toronto, if you were any sort of authority figure and you walk by and you see that group of people all getting along, yeah. having a laugh, your first instinct is to not think about banning people from that area yeah. because somebody's drinking a beer. That's sad. It is such a it's such nonsense to me. But yeah, I was like, oh my god, I'm the ba- the guy smoking the joint is now the one who's ignored. Yeah, right. It's like in that group, they're the Maury, and I'm the well, I'm the me. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Air Transat flies to over 60 destinations in 26 countries, and they got direct flights, which is a big deal, to 26 destinations in Europe. Yeah, fly to Croatia, Paris, Athens, Dublin, Italy, Amsterdam, Portugal, Spain, London, and so many more places, man. Of course, as we always say, when you book with Air Transat, you're already on vacation. So just cruise their website, airtransat.com. Take a look at all the pictures, all the hotels, and just start mapping out your next dream vacation because again over 60 destinations in 26 countries and we can't say this enough especially when going to europe and that is the 26 destinations in europe that have direct flights yeah almost unheard of okay 26 with direct flights airtransat.com airtransat vacation is calling all right let's uh, take a phone call Hello. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Okay, what's your name? I'm Julie. Julie. Roz? Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, Julie Hi, is like madly in love with you. Oh, sorry. Um, well, Julie obviously. texted, it's my birthday tomorrow, and my hubby and I are celebrating our 10-year anniversary wow. uh, next week. I'm so happy I share an anniversary with the three best men in the whole world. My <laughs> hubby, Roz and Mocha, dot, 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 not you, Maury. Sorry. Oh, wow. P.S. Roz is delicious AF. Oh, <laughs> followed yes, by if Roz could say happy birthday to me in his sexy, delicious voice, I would melt into a puddle. I would. Where are you right now, Julie? Thank you. I'm just at home getting ready for work. Okay, but where, like specifically in your home? I'm in my room. Okay. You're in your room. Are you... <laughs> stop, yeah. it, stop it. Stop it. Are you sitting? Are you standing? Are you laying down? Standing. Oh, I'm, sit- I'm sitting. Okay. Sitting okay. back and taking it easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. here's what I want you to do. Okay. Take, take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Okay. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Okay, Roz, I'm ready. Happy birthday, Julie. <laughs> Thank you, Roz. <laughs> Look at Maury's the happiest person in the world right now. That was that was Maury that did that, Julie. That was Maury that did that. You you know what? This is I knew this was gonna fail. I knew it. I brought Maury in thinking that if you were gonna recognize immediately that it was not my sultry voice saying happy birthday, and it, when it comes right down to it, there's no difference. That you thought that creepy, you thought that creepy thing was me? I thought you were trying to do like a like a weird sexy kind of voice. Oh, weirdly uh, sexy. <laughs> Sexy's in that. Did you find it weirdly <laughs> sexy? Mm, it was kind of weird and creepy. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's more all right. Weird <laughs> and creepy. Okay. Well, uh, happy birthday, Julie. And we thank love you, you lots. And thank you so I much you for uh, being a huge fan. And uh, we hope you have the best day ever. Oh, and happy 10-year awesome. anniversary you. with yes. your husband, Julie. Thank you. Same to you guys Do you want to say anything to your husband since you're on the radio um, with us right now? Yeah, I love you, I guess. Oh, damn. <laughs> you showed way more affection for Roz than you did, than you did for your own husband of 10 years. I love you, I guess. <laughs> God, that's so weird. Happy birthday, Julie. We love you. Thanks, buddy. Catch you. Bye. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me read you this headline. NASA investigating. First crime committed in space. What? So NASA is investigating what may be the first crime committed in outer space. Astronaut like and murder. Astronaut Anne McLean 
is accused of identity theft and improperly accessing her estranged wife's private financial records while on a six-month mission on the International Space Station. What else are you going to do up there? The astronaut's spouse, Summer Warden, filed a complaint earlier this year with the Federal Trade Commission after learning McLean had accessed her bank account without permission. So here's a clip right now of the ex-Summer Warden. USA Financial did give evidence to my attorneys that she did access my bank account. I was shocked and appalled at kind of the audacity of her to think that she could get away with that. And I was also very disheartened that I couldn't keep anything private. So here's what I want to ask right now. And this is, you can do this anonymously, but you need to give up the goods because I need to know how vulnerable we are to stealth spying by an ex. So it's at this point that you need to educate everybody on how and the ways that you can stealth spy on an ex. The things that we do that leave us vulnerable for people like you to be able to still tap into our lives when we don't want you in our lives anymore. Oh, wow. Maury, who's walking in this room right now. What do you have to say about all this? Still spying on an ex, Maury, go real okay. quick. Very real quick. easy, very easy. Okay, use a burner account to follow them on Instagram. Okay, that's oh, one. Okay, God. try logging into their Gmail. Maybe their password hasn't been changed. Wow, that's two. Okay, and install yeah. a keystroke application on their computer so that you can see what it is that they're typing. So presumably, while you were still together, you would be a terrible boyfriend by oh installing Knowing what's to come. Oh, my God. Okay, so this Wait, is Wait, how where... is it that you rhymed okay. out all those okay. things? Like, okay. quick, no hiccups, no mistakes. You gotta be an ex on something. Wow. Okay, so you have to give it up right now if you're listening. This is for educational purposes only, and you can do it anonymously. Unless your name's Maury Sherman. Right. <laughs> and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hi chelsea how are you hey i'm good thanks how are you doing good it's Roz and mocha all right here we go hi. no chelsea wrote us <laughs> this Roz and mocha fix my life i have a friend who has recently become really toxic or maybe she's been like that all along <laughs> i just didn't realize it and i flat out want to cut her off for a number of different reasons. The issue is her best friend is my boss and she will make my life a living hell if I do. Do you know that the boss will make your life a living hell? Yeah, 100%. Um, one time I did try to discontinue talking to her and I just got treated like absolute garbage. So that's why I say that. Yeah. Oh, is there an option for you to find another? I mean, not you should have to find another job, but that sounds like a terrible person to want to have to work for she is like you know mean girl she's literally regina george okay so let's go <laughs> Jesus. let's let's go through what makes this friend of yours so toxic yeah. um so basically um she's very self-absorbed which by all means anyone can be self-centered as long as they're like kind about it but she's not like you'll she's the type of person where you'll tell her something about yourself and then somehow she'll twist it and turn it around about herself or a guy and all she cares about is boys that's it nothing else okay <laughs> how old are you chelsea i'm 26 oh, wow. and she's older she's older she's older all right so why do you keep and hanging out with her for because of the boss thing i'm trapped i'm literally like a little aunt and my boss is sitting on an anthill with like the magnifying glass so burning me you feel like you have to continue your relationship your friendship 
with this person that you don't want to be friends with for the sake of your job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. I get it. Wow. I get that. That's a tough that's a tough move to it's a tough move to make. What happens if she texts you and says, "Hey, let's go hang out this weekend." And you reply, "No, I'm busy." Or I'd love to, but I can't. What is her reply to you then? Okie dokie. And then she's just dry. How often are you hanging out with her? Or are you expected to hang out with her? You girls are weird with your obligations to hang out with friends. Like, I I don't know if guys go through that thing where you look at somebody and go, ugh. And you go, what? You go, ugh. I got to hang out with Mitch tonight. (laughs) And I'm like... Why why are you acting like that? You sound like you don't want to hang out with Mitch. Ugh, if I don't, then it's just never going to end and I got to go. And like, guys don't do that, because right? It's a big thing. Yeah, it's a big thing. And like, and the next time we see each other, it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. And they're going to talk about me when I get up to go pee. And like, guys that's don't do that. That's literally my life. Yeah, that's like a, that's a women thing. Um, so, so what happens if you just sort of cut this girl out of your life? Well, I haven't tried to do that in a very long time yeah. just because. I haven't I don't I just don't have the energy to like entertain it so I do talk to her but I basically I was going through a health thing and I told her that it kind of went downhill which it's it's good now but her response to that was oh well good luck with that and then she went started talking about a guy and I'm like oh my god I'm like I can't with this one she doesn't sound like she's a very good friend to begin with right like I would I I, you're not going to get anywhere if you just avoid her you know, like if you just keep making excuses to not hang out, all that other stuff. I think that if you're going to cut somebody out of your life, you have to have a conversation about it. Oh, God. You're I, right, though. I, I think you do. <laughs> and I think that you know that you do. Yeah. She's just trying to find an alternate route to. Yeah. And then you got you to gotta treat <laughs> to it like solution. a breakup. You got to be blunt, but, you know, compassionate. And you got to unfollow them on everything. You can't be creeping your oh, ex. Oh, yeah toxic friend. Chelsea, what would happen if you like started unfollowing her on Instagram or Snapchat or something? Listen, gentlemen, I literally deactivated my account and I got a text message immediately. She must have that app that tells you when someone unfollows you. So I'm like, oh my God, I deactivated. Chill out, man. Yeah. Jeez. Sounds like your friend. I'm going to are- do that. Maury, are you Chelsea's friend? Because it sounds a whole lot say, like she's describing Maury. Everything that you are talking about right now, Chelsea, are things that we have to deal with with Maury on a daily basis. Uh, uh, I think that you're, I think you're going to have to have a conversation with her, and totally. it's going to be a tough conversation. And just and, and as far as the boss goes, I wouldn't approach the boss with any of this, just simply no. because I don't think that you want to involve a terrible friendship with a person that you're not even that close to and don't really care that much about into your work mm-hmm. environment, even though they're friends. Yeah, well, she doesn't even work here anymore. Oh, okay. Well, it's not. Who, the friend doesn't live here anymore? Yeah, she doesn't work here. She doesn't work here. Oh, she doesn't work there anymore. Okay. Yeah, so I I would do do that. And then don't hang out with her anymore. But when you do, have a conversation with her. Be straight up and tell her that, you know, how you feel and some of the things that she does that maybe you don't like yourself when you're hanging around her. You don't like what you become. That's a terrible thing to say. But if that's the truth, then that's the truth. And then also you could say that, you know, you have a lot of things that you need from people in your life and you don't feel that, you know, she's kind of there for you and that you're her friend, but she's not really your friend. Yeah, you're right. That That's it. Like, to a tea. <laughs> yeah, you know, she needs you way more than you need her. Yeah, you know You're, the answer. You know what to do. You just were kind of like looking for options. Yeah. 
was. I was like, maybe we'll find yeah. something else. Mean. Yeah. But now, yeah, that's it. You're going to have to tell her straight up that you're going to unfollow her. Because otherwise, if she has those programs on her phone like what Maury has, then she's going to know anyway. So, <laughs> and then the passive aggressive text starts. No. Oh no! So you just got to. I would just be straight. I would just be straight up with her. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. I right, love so, you lots. Bye bye. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss ninety two five. Did you watch the trailer for the Travis Scott Netflix documentary? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Did you? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Somebody sent that to me. Yeah? Yeah. So at a minute 20 in right. the Travis Scott Netflix special documentary, which actually drops tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you hear like different announcers, newscasters saying different things about Travis Scott, yeah. things that have recently made the news. Yeah. And then, and the very first time I heard it, I was like, that voice sounds familiar. I was like, yo, that's that's Roz's voice. Yeah. Roz's voice is in the Travis Scott Netflix documentary. Yes. And they use yeah. it in the trailer. Travis Scott was confirmed to be part of the halftime show. Oh! That's the second time. When did somebody else use a clip of me for something? Mariah. What? Mariah. Mariah. That's right. Mariah used a clip of me. Yeah. Uh, during her live show, right? Yeah. I was oh, I was wow. I was part of the I was like, oh my god, I know that voice. Yeah, I was Travis Scott was confirmed to be part of the halftime. So that is obviously from ET Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mariah, I was part of Mariah's video montage during her concert. And they cut it right. It's so funny how they do it because I was like... You well, said something mean, right? Well, I, yeah, I was making, I was trying to make a point, but I was saying something not that nice about Mariah. And I'm not going to repeat it because I don't want to deal with the lambs all day. Yeah. All right? You have that clip, Maury? I got, nothing, I got nothing but fun stuff to say about Mariah and everybody like else. Nothing. I love them all, man. Oh, okay. I'm not dealing... <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not dealing with stands all day, bro. <laughs> uh, but this Travis Scott thing, I don't even remember ever talking about Travis Scott, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what they do. These production companies, they just go and they, they scour everything and then yeah. they just find clips to use regardless of the context. So they don't have to ask you, right? I don't, don't, I, I don't know do what those rules are. I, over at ETK? No, I didn't ask uh, anybody. You don't get like a little kickback or anything? Well, no. I, I First of all, I don't think I would be the one getting kicked out. Maybe I would be the one getting kicked back. It's right? my like voice. It is your voice. Like Travis Scott was confirmed to be part of the halftime show. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what happens when somebody takes you and then they put you in the trailer for their movie. Like, I don't know what the rules are about that. Or I don't know what happens when somebody like Mariah Carey grabs a clip of me and uses it on tour for a year. Like, I don't know what the recourse is. I don't think there's anything. I think it's public domain at that point. Yeah. They didn't use the logo. They didn't say that. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Well, I'm yeah. happy to, it's fine. I got no problem with it. It looks like the Travis Scott documentary looks dope. I'm. It yeah. starts off with uh, Travis Scott performing. And there's like maybe 15 people. Yeah. And it looks like he's on like a, a festival stage at a major show where they put new upcoming acts on yes. like a side stage. Yes. And then he's watching the footage on his phone like years later counting like how many people. And yeah. then they immediately flash to what his concerts are like now. Right. Where it's just like thousands in a sold out arena. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's I don't know a lot about Travis. Like I don't. I mean, I know I know him and his, his his music, but I don't know sort of his story. And the trailer, aside from my bit in it, 
is very compelling. Now, you add my bit in the trailer. Right. Travis Scott was confirmed to be part of the halftime show. To me, that sounds like an Academy Award winning documentary, bro. <laughs> you going to be there on I'm stage just, accepting with them? Yeah, like if, just, they, if, yeah. if you get the invite? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that Travis Scott documentary, uh, it's called Look Mom, I Go Fly. It's on Netflix tomorrow. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How was uh, the, M- the VMAs last night? Um, the VMAs are always... Miley made everybody cry, I heard. Yeah, hit yeah. and miss for me. Yeah. Because I get to see all my favorite artists and like people who I'm pumped to see perform, like Missy. Yeah. Missy did a great job. Oh, that, that's always... The, I'm telling you, the problem with so inviting good. somebody like Missy Elliott to your show is that she's going to take over the show. <laughs> and she really did with yes. her performance. Yes. Like, I didn't expect the level of visuals that Missy offered on that VMA stage last night that it kind of put everybody else to shame. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's what happens. Like, like that's why, that's why you give her that award though. The Vanguard award. Yes. And she ran through all of her biggest hits and it was crazy and it just didn't, you know, I like her perform. I, sorry, I loved her performance Yeah, and I really liked Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello's performance. Right. Now they did. They did not kiss. They right? did not. Man, but they got close enough on. a couple times, yeah. and they ended the performance. She gave him the little, the little nose, but nose yeah, rub. It yeah. was real nice. No, that was the hottest that. thing I've seen in a long time. The problem was it hot though? Was it hot? Did you think it was hot, Mocha? Uh, it was sexy. Sexy. Because yeah. it's okay. like, oh, it, it, okay. what could they do? That's what made it sexy. Yeah, but you know what yeah, they you know what they could do. <laughs> you know That's what they could do. It's like, oh, what are they're, they going to do? They're two young, gorgeous, bodied humans in the prime uh, of their life with like millionaires. Com- millionaires but with there's access nothing to sexier. everything in the world. Like they could do anything. No, but there's nothing sexier than the almost kiss. Yeah, and they almost kissed like enough times during that performance. You know what's sexier than the almost kiss more? You got a weird marriage, man. Because yeah. kissing is way sexier than almost yeah, kissing. Yeah, kiss, kiss. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know who did you um, wrong, but almost kissing is not nearly as sexy his husband, as kissing. Matthew. No, but my problem is the fact that, first of all, they the audio... The whole and show. it was the, the entire production. Yeah. The audio was not synced with what was happening on the screen, so everything That's was a problem. Was delayed by like half a second, so it just visually it looked weird. Yeah. when people were talking or singing. And yeah. on your TV, did the Missy Elliott thing? Did they come back from commercial and she was halfway through a song, or is that just no? My TV? They they didn't do an intro for her. They they came out of the commercial break and it was just Missy on stage with dancers ready to do the the very first song. Oh. There was no like big, you know, she's this and she's that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Missy Elliott. Right. Right, they didn't do that. They just came out of commercial break oh. and went straight into Missy's performance. Because who hosted it? People had a hard time with Sebastian, right? I like that guy. Yeah. I've seen a couple of his stand-up uh, shows on, on Netflix. Sebastian Meniscalco. He's, he's funny. I think he's funny. I like that guy. I don't know why... I think just because not was, enough people know who he is. Though. I know, but if you just you don't you just see his like box cover on Netflix and you sort of know just through osmosis who he is. Yeah. So what was he? He was goofing on millennials. Is that the deal? Uh, yeah. Hold on, let me find it here. <laughs> I love it on influencers. Oh, I am gosh. so glad to be here. I've been here for a week in New Jersey. I'm from Los Angeles, where uh, everybody's riding around in a bird scooter. Taking photos of, uh, of themselves in front of a wall, and everybody with an iPhone apparently is an influencer. Now listen, New Jersey doesn't have time for that, all right? 
Jersey has had one influencer for the past 40 years, and that's Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Funny, right? They were heavy on the Jersey stuff because that's yeah. where the show was last night. But play, play me one of the clips where he was goofing on safe spaces and stuff. Oh, that that's what That's where people were having a hard time with him. This is happening for the first time. MTV... What they're doing is is they, they notice that we're living in ultra-sensitive time, right? So if you feel triggered or you feel offended by anything I'm saying up here or anything the musical artists are doing, they're providing a safe space backstage where you get some stress balls and a blankie. And also, Lil Nas X brought his horse, which will, yeah, horses backstage, which will double as an emotional support animal. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I thought he was funny, I man. Know, everybody it's gets safe. offended over that. People but get offended over other that. Other than the uh, the audio problems, like, I don't know, just the, the show, it's just written, sure. it's not for me, it's written poorly, sure. in my opinion. Sure. I think they should speed it up yeah. with the going from performer to award. There's too much of a long gap of nonsense in between yeah. each thing, yeah. which they could have taken that three-hour show and chopped it right down to like two and just do performance award, performance award, performance yeah. award. Yeah. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So did everybody, did Myla make everybody cry last night? Is that the deal? Oh, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with her song Slide Away, she well, She's got like a new life. girlfriend and stuff like that. Like she moved from second to first real fast. Yeah, she's dating, allegedly, Brody Jenner's ex-wife, yes. Caitlin. Jeez. Which, kind of weird that at one point in their lives, there were two Caitlyn Jenners in Brody's life. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Right? Yeah. Like, weird. he even addressed it in the show, The Hills. Yeah. Where he was like, So yeah. that So when, when Bruce Jenner transitioned, was like, he with Caitlyn? So did, like, I th- did I'm, Bruce Jenner take the name of... Brody's wife? Yeah. I believe so. Really, huh? I think. I could be wrong. I don't know the timeline. That's a, that's a move. Of when Brody was dating... His ex-wife, Caitlin, yeah. before they got married? Because I know there was years and years and years ago where there was a girl that I met whose name was Diane, which is my mom's name. Yeah. And, and we never went anywhere. We went out on one date, but I was always in the back of my head. I'm like, God, man, you know, it'd be weird to date somebody whose name is one of your parents. But then when you start dating somebody named Caitlin and, you know, you look around the family and you're like, all right, I'm in the clear. And then... Bruce transitions and he takes your wife's name. Yeah. Messes it all up, man. Yeah. I did it to Frank once. Yeah, you did. Maury's dad, Frank. So I would never date anyone that had either of my sister's names. No. I no. would never. Like that, that to me is yeah. extra. Like, could have been like dope, like super hot. <laughs> and you never would. But, and, and the problem and I is. Was like, Girl, what is your name? And if she yeah. ever said either Laura or Lisa, yeah. I would, but those but are two common names. Very common names. Uh, bye, Felicia. I know, but those are very. You're I like, would rather Felicia. I know, but you're thinning. <laughs> you're thinning the herd like a you got lot. Rid of, like almost forty percent of the population. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go as far as forty percent. Forty percent more. Show me your math. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's two names. Half the and population is Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, confusing. 
Do you think the world would be Morty? Morty, if 40% of the people on the planet were named Lisa? <laughs> make things easier. You know how confusing that would be? Try finding an old friend on Facebook. It'd be impossible. <laughs> Showing results, one of five billion. All right, so uh, Miley Cyrus yeah. on the VMAs last night performing Slide Away. Like, I'm with you, though. Singing Miley, like, that is, to me, Malibu Miley is my favorite Miley. Yeah. That's, like, that's my favorite Miley song. I mean, I like Wrecking Ball. I like all that stuff. But I'm with you that there's, she has sort of two different sides to her. And one of them, I'm just, I'm really not that interested in. I don't have that thing where I find that appealing. But this Miley, as soon as she does this stuff, she is, like, on top for me of that entire world. I agree. Like, on top of that entire world. Yeah, she could, like... I don't know. I think I think she needs to drop the kind of gimmicky. Yeah, she does every now and then. I'm quote, like, oh unquote, my god, she changed. And fun, just, like she tries to be fun. Yeah, but it to in me, comparison this to this, yeah. oh, this is way better. No, she's so good. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So did Demi Lovato skip the VMAs last night because Taylor Swift? What? Mm-hmm. Don't so, tell me Demi and. Yes, they are. Taylor got beef. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Over yes, what? They, Scooter Braun. Oh. So Demi. Demi is team Scoots. Yes. So Demi wrote uh, on Insta, I skipped the VMAs for a all caps reason. Well, that, and I just hate award shows. Oh, wow. Because Damn, Demi signed with Scooter in May. And when all the Taylor stuff was happening, where she basically called him the devil. Demi wrote on Insta, I have dealt with bad people in this industry and Scooter is not one of them. He's a good man. So so Demi skips the award show last night because Taylor Swift. So she now, blamed it on her, her evil twin, Boot Lovato. <laughs> so now it's Demi versus Taylor. Ooh. I mean, come on. As Taylor opposed going, to Taylor going to win that battle. Right, I know, you know what I'm saying? Come on, Demi. We love you and everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got like banging tracks, but. Yeah, it's not. It's, as of yeah, right now, yeah, in this moment. Yeah. Also, Taylor got the wins. I know, but and and also, like you're gonna you're gonna die on the hill for Scooter Braun. No, you, you can't know? do that. Like, you can't. That's not like, a battle. Like, I get it. Like, I get I get he's your manager, and yeah, you know, you think he's a good guy and and everything else. But all managers are still slimy. Like they're still they're still slimy. You can't you can't go to war over Scooter Braun. Like Scooter. Like, just, listen, if it came to you know. 
at the end of the day, it's always about dollars, right? Of course. And it if is. it came That's down to it, Scooter would drop Demi. A hundred percent seconds. Yes, like zero loyalty. No, uh, no, that's business. So to sort of go on on that and and to publicly like, like no, but like even it's doing still, it that's publicly a- though. It's 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 these it's these public sort of declarations of righteousness or explanation. She could have just not gone. And it would have been fine. And just say she was busy. You'd have to say anything. No, like if anybody asked. Like, hey. Sure. But like, I don't think anybody, like who asked? Sure, nobody who asked. asked. Like that but room was full just, of people. Yes. Like who was looking around? Like I wasn't, they showed. It's to just say, I skipped the VMAs for a quote, all caps, reason, which is just so clearly Taylor Swift. Like the amount of times they showed the Hadid sisters. Yeah on screen last night at the VMAs. Not once did I ever see either of them mouth, where's Demi? Yeah, no, nobody. You don't have to go. Like, you're just... Right. And she's had a hell of a year. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Demi Lovato has had, like, a brutal, brutal year. And I don't think anybody would be, like... No. You know, calling her out for skipping. But it's just to sort of say it publicly, to just go on social and to to, to sort of throw that shade and, and stir that pot. And then... And then I guarantee something's going to happen in the next couple of months where everybody, including Demi Lovato, is going to have to be the, you know, on the, the, the love, love beats hate and yeah. all, like all that stuff, right? Like you can't flip back and forth on that. You can't start throwing shade at your peers. And then when something goes down, accuse other people of trolling or hate or whatever it is. Like you can't have it both ways. Yeah. And this is all over Scooter Braun. When it was Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, it was all over backup dancers. And that went on for years. Yeah. Years these Katy pop Perry had to go ch- on. Katy Perry had to change the lyrics because of yes. it. She had an album that flopped yes. because of it. Yes. Like it's really, really wild to this the the, the how hardcore you go on social with these statements but yeah. uh, but there you go so that's why uh demi wasn't at the vmas last night oh no <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast see that picture of melania trump looking at justin trudeau <laughs> she wanted bad i mean, you know it's any picture that they take of you like in the right moment though yeah. it's, it's so unfortunate where she just looks like, real thirsty. But also, uh, yeah, but what makes it even worse is that she's still holding Donald Trump's hand. Oh! So it's the, it's the three of them standing there. And so it's Trump, I guess they're having a big meeting. G7. A big meeting. <laughs> and, it's kind uh, of a big deal. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's not the important part. The important part is that uh, Melania Trump is like, she's super, she's right up in Justin Trudeau's face. Yeah. So she's You're holding Donald Gatorade, she's thirsty. She's holding Donald Trump's hand. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. And Trudeau's standing there and she's like right up in his face. Like it looks like she's going to kiss him. And I don't know what happened during this photo. Like maybe she did kiss him on the cheek or something. I don't know. But it's she got this, a little taste. Oof, boy, it's a look. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Normally I don't buy into stuff like this. <laughs> Right? Because yeah. you can snap a picture of anybody at any time and you can create a narrative for it. You can, yeah. 100%. But it doesn't matter what was going on in that moment because that just face is like, that's reserved for mm-hmm. certain gonna, things. I'm, I'm, I'm saving this for later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what was, the, uh, what was that movie where uh, the guy just kept blinking because he was taking mental pictures? <laughs> oh <my laughs> He's like... 
like all that mental pictures. You know what I mean? Uh. That's what Melania is doing right there. But only she's like, their faces are real. Maybe it's the angle too. But like, when's it, look at this picture. When's the last time your face has been that close to somebody else's face, like another human being? Like, when's the last time? Look at this. Look at how close they are. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. real close. <laughs> when I'm trying to take a mental picture. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me shout out somebody who texted. Hey, guys, just want to say hi. I'm finished uh, working a 15-hour day. I'm so tired. Oof. But have a nice day. So you didn't leave your name, but thank you very much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. And thank you for your text at 925-555. That's a long day, man. 15 hours. 15 God, I thought I work a long day. 15's too much. 13's long, but 15, you're just not oh, human. Your days you're are... just not human at that point. Yeah, you're looking at about 15. Yeah, I yeah, no, it's long. I get home at 6:30 every night. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. It's a long day. Yeah. It's a long day. And then I get home and I cook dinner. Hang out with rocks. Now we're playing Switch like crazy. Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Yes. What game? Mario Kart? Mario Kart. I've never she played a Mario that, huh? game before. Never? No, never in my life. I've never like controlled a Mario character on in like a video game. I've never in my life done that. This is the first time ever I've controlled any sort of ever. Mario character doing it. Not even like ever. the original, like you didn't have friends that had Nintendo and you would go and you'd play games? No, because I didn't like Nintendo. Oh. Nintendo was for sucks. What? Yeah. What was your gaming system of choice? Um, I played Commodore 64 games. Like I played computer yeah. games because they uh-huh. were awesome. You could just like shoot stuff because I was really into graphics and sound and stuff. And I yeah. just always found that Nintendo was very basic. And then really? I was, yeah, and then I was a Sega. Compared to Commodore? Yeah. And then Sega Bruh. came out and then we got Sega. And then I transitioned from Sega into the world of PlayStation. So I missed that whole world of NES Nintendo. and Nintendo. Wow. And, like I, I had a girlfriend one time that we used to go to her house because her brother like had Duck Hunt. Remember that with the gun? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe you don't remember. <laughs> Everybody remembers. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Everybody remembers Duck Hunt? Everybody, yeah. Everybody knows Duck, Duck Hunt. Hunt. Okay, cool. So I played Duck Hunt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like I never had a Game Boy. Yeah. I started playing Tetris well into my 20s. What? Yeah, when it was on, because Tetris then came out on uh, on PlayStation. I didn't play Tetris on on Nintendo. Really? No, I'd never played a Nintendo before, so this is my first like Nintendo. Yeah, and it's awesome. Well, Switch yeah. is amazing. Of course, it is. It's. I mean, I still have to ask. I'm. I'm now at the point where I don't know how to control my own stuff. Like I have to ask Roxy what input Switch is on. Oh, on really? The TV, and I hooked it up, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. She was leaving the house the other day, and I was like, Roxy, you got to figure out, man, uh, this thing with uh, with the TV, so I can ask you because I'm tired of doing it, and I don't remember how to do stuff anymore. I don't. It's so funny. I don't remember how to do things anymore. So, do you? Only play when she's at home, or do you find? No, no I only play with her. Yeah. Like, you think I'm going home alone, playing well, I Switch? Know. I don't know. Maybe. No, I'm not that hardcore. No, no, not yet, at least. Well, also, because I have a lot of questions, and then there's nobody there to answer them for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How much like exercise? And I don't mean like maybe working out, but active hours. Do you have in a week? Ooh, like me personally? Yeah, because one of these stories just came out talking about how couch potatoes are going to die soon. Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe in 
don't know, week. I don't know. Maybe like. Okay, a, let me let me read. Let me sort of break it down for count? you. Let me break it down for you. Let maybe me break two it down hours, for you. I'd say. So high levels of physical activity of any intensity, whether washing dishes or jogging, can actually lower the risk of an early death for middle age and older people. Conversely, being sedentary for nine and a half hours a day or more, not counting sleeping, can increase your risk of dying early. So that's a lot of office sitting. That's a lot mm. of traffic sitting in, in your car, sitting. Like I know nine and oh, a half yeah. hours when I say that sounds like an incredible amount of time to no. be sitting in a day, but that's actually not. That seems pretty normal for me, I'd say. Past guidelines have recommended at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity or 75 minutes of vigorous physical activity a week. So examples of light intensity activity are walking slowly, or light tasks, like I said, cooking, washing dishes. Moderate activity is brisk walking, vacuuming or mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. And vigorous activity includes jogging, carrying heavy things, or digging. Oh my God, I'm going to die tomorrow. Oh, the vigorous <laughs> stuff? That, that doesn't exist in my life right no? now. No. No. The other stuff, I would say so yes. So you're like moderate, right? I would be like moderate. Vacuuming, I'm, mowing the yeah. lawn, walking. I'd be in, the, in that middle range there. Right. Okay, so you need... 150 minutes of moderate intensity a week. Okay. 150 minutes. Well, there's 60 minutes in an hour. Yeah. So you only Always need has like, been. So you only need like an hour and a bit. An hour and? Like half. An hour and a half. That's 90. That's 90. Yeah. What did you say? 100 and? 150 minutes. 90. So uh, like just shy of two hours. Just do the math. Okay. Do so math. 90 is, thir- is a, an hour and a half. Another 10 minutes What's is 60 plus 60? 120. Okay. And what did you say we need? 150. Okay, so two, 60, so two hours, is one is six and six is 120, 20 to 30, 30, 40, 40, two hours and 30, two and a half hours. Oh, there you go, finally. <laughs> well, now you, you, got, you got two minutes, you can take off your, uh, off your clock there, Mark. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, and that was vigorous activity <laughs> that you just did. <laughs> and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and Mocha got you hello katie good morning guys how are you doing great how are you today i'm doing well thank you cool katie you wrote us this Roz and Mocha fix my life i have a friend who dresses inappropriately when we go out and it makes me uncomfortable people stare and it's to the point where i don't even want to be seen with her in public what can i do or say to get her to make Maybe dress a bit more appropriately for going out in public. Okay, so what's this girl wearing? <laughs> I just want to preface this by saying, like, I'm all about po- like body positivity, and if you feel comfortable within the skin that you're in, do you? But I but... also believe that there is, but there is also a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just wearing like, extremely ill-fitting clothes. Like, um, I mean, everything is hanging out essentially, like w- whatever you would wear in the gym maybe three sizes smaller and everything's hanging out. Okay. And it's, and it's uncomfortable to, 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 to have that kind of attention brought to us. Okay. But Katie, <laughs> how does she feel wearing the stuff, the clothing? Um, she, she doesn't care. She likes the attention because yeah. she's just recently now getting out of a marriage and she's mm-hmm. trying to attract, you know, a new ma- a new, uh, you know, mate and whatnot. But, um, everybody around her, her friends, her ex-husband, her family, everybody is like, 
you know, maybe this is the wrong kind of attack. Even her children. Yo, let that girl live her life. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so are you saying that is it is the clothing? First of all, these are your standards, not her standards. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Uh, you have well, to. Yes. These are your standards, not her standards. Um, and so you're coming at this for, uh, thinking that what she is wearing makes you uncomfortable. Unfortunately, that's a you problem, not a her problem. Yeah. Uh, I figured as such, now, but her it, kids have even said something. Sure, absolutely. A- absolutely. <laughs> now, here's my question for you. Is she wearing inappropriate clothing or is she wearing inappropriate clothing for her body, in your opinion? Both. Both. Okay. At the same time. Okay. So because there's, they tend to be different. They tend to yes. be different, right? So you can have somebody who, you know, has what would be considered like that super toned athletic body, hot, 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 everything across the board, right? And they can wear something, in your opinion, to your standards that is inappropriate. Then you can have somebody who is, as you said, you got to love the skin you're in. So I'm assuming maybe she is uh, a little bit of a bigger gal. No comment. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the answer is yes. So, you, so, 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 according to you, she's wearing inappropriate clothes for her body. Again, those are your standards. But inappropriate as well, like for anybody to but be like, wearing. But, but what I think you, in public. So, okay. So, so, give us an example. Like, though. is she wearing lingerie okay. out in public? Pretty much. Like, like, like as a top, it'll be a bra, but it'll be like a see-throughish kind of bra. Sure. And yeah. then, and then she will be putting like pasties. Sure. To cover. Sure. <laughs> but again, right. again. Listen, she feels great about her body. She feels hot. She's trying to get yeah. back in the game. You, like, you should celebrate yeah. the fact that she's putting herself out there. She probably feels, you know, coming out of a, was it a divorce, you said? Yeah. Yeah, feeling real terrible about herself. And, you know, knowing that she wants to get into a relationship or at least attempt to. Like, man, yo, celebrate that girl's life. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> It's tough, yeah, though. yeah. I yeah. will. I will. You know, th- this is the reason, also, though, yeah. why she was by her husband because her husband didn't even want to be seen with her. She would show up looking like a yeah. family now, event. Here's, here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing: is that there are consequences to our choices that we make in life. You are free, yeah. and she's free to do whatever she wants and dress however she wants, as long as you're willing to deal with the consequences. Now, dealing with the consequences could be you don't get let into a restaurant because they have a dress code. The consequences could be your boss pulls you in an office and has a conversation with you about what is appropriate by their standards at work. Mm-hmm. The consequences. Mm-hmm. The consequences could be uh, somebody who you don't even know makes some sort of comment that is designed to be hurtful. Those are all consequences, okay? That does Mm -hmm. not mean, that does not mean that she should dress any differently. She just has to be willing to accept the consequences, as we all do for our actions. Now, as a friend, I don't think there's anything wrong. You can't have a conversation about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate because those are your standards. Uh, But as a friend, I, I have no problem if you guys are getting ready to go out if you just look at her and go, whoa, Janet, I can see your whole ass right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? That's what I'm scared to, 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 to bring up. You right? can have that. So. <laughs> you don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, listen, it's inappropriate and you make me you feel like uncomfortable and I, know, I, I don't know. like <laughs> being seen with you and I and I and I. No, no you could I would go, never want to say that. I would no, never say that. No, you, could go, yeah. you could go, Janet, honestly, Top of the boob is fine, socially acceptable, but man, when I can see the whole underside of your boob, I am like, what? And also, I can see your whole ass. Now, if you are fine with that, so am I. Just need to let you know, because I don't know if you can see that part, but I sure can. (laughs) 
But there's also a chance that Janet may turn to you and say, Katie, mission accomplished. Yes, yes. And if that and if that's the case, yeah. if that's the case, then she is the one that then has to deal with the consequences. But you cannot put your standards on somebody else when it comes to what they wear. You just can't do it. Because you, you wouldn't want somebody doing that to you. Believe me, I'm sure that you wear some things that if you found somebody five notches up the conservative pole, they would look down at you and go, oh. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Yeah, you know, you're yes. right. You're right. Yes. You're totally right. All of us. Like, Roz, with your, with your leather pants. <laughs> Mentally, yes. you're going through your closet right now saying, yep, that outfit that I have. Yes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know? But like I said, there's a time and a place. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, just don't be a parent to her when you have that conversation. If you decide to have right. that conversation, and, and for and for your friend, you're that right. time and the place is whole ass everywhere. Mm. <laughs> you're Celebrate right, you you're girl. Right. <laughs> Do you, Janet? You're right. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys so much. Uh, like we love you too, like Katie. You guys have helped help me out a lot. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss for the podcast. Yes. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Taylor Swift from that interview she did with CBS uh, went in on Scott Borchetta and Scooter Braun for the deal when Scott sold Big Machine Records, Taylor's former label, and all her back catalog to Scooter Braun. This is a clip of that interview. I knew he would sell my music. I knew he would do that. I couldn't believe who he sold it to because we've had endless conversations about Scooter Braun, and he has 300 million reasons to conveniently forget those conversations. (laughs) And uh, Scooter... Scooter uh, tweeted this, regardless of what has been said, the truth is you don't make big bets unless you are a believer and always have been. Brilliant album with Lover. Congrats, Taylor Swift. Supporting was always the healthier option. Hashtag brilliant album. Hashtag brilliant campaign. Congrats. So I guess he's taken the... The high Michelle, road. Michelle Obama high road. Yes. <laughs> Yo, that, I will. The one thing I'll say yeah. is that the new Taylor Swift album, yeah. it's good. Yeah. I like I, it, man. So what's that track where she sampled from a school in Regent Park? Oh. Explain that to me. Yeah. Hold on here. So, wait, wait, wait. I have the story here. Uh the second last song on the album is called It's Nice to Have a Friend. Okay. And there's a choir playing in the background. Okay. And the choir is from Regent Park. Really? And she sampled the choir along with some of the instruments that uh, are being played throughout the song. Feels like home, stay in bed the whole weekend. It's nice to have a friend. Kids from Regent Park. It's nice to have a friend. And I guess she's going to give funding to the school as well. Is that the deal? Yeah, so Regent Park School of Music teamed up with a Canadian producer by the name of Frank Dukes. And they have this, it's called Parkscapes, which is a music library. So anytime somebody downloads or licenses samples of music from that website, mm-hmm. from them, the money goes directly towards funding of that school. Wasn't Frank Dukes, Jean-Claude Van Damme's character in Bloodsport who won the Kumite? Stop it, was it? <laughs> no. Stop it. <laughs> I think so. 
No, it's not. I think so. <laughs> you can fact check me on that. But I'm pretty sure my uh, JCVD knowledge, everything that I banked about Jean-Claude Van Damme, is Hold it? On. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Tom Holland. Oh, man. Poor Tom Holland. So Spider-Man, we all know, is no longer going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he's going to go off and do his own Sony movies because it couldn't get a deal done. And the way that I understood this deal was that it had less to do with money. It had it had a lot to do with money. But it, it was, always it has was, to do with money. No, but it was more about Sony not thinking that... Is it... How do you say Kevin's last name? Feige? Feige. Feige that Kevin Feige had too much on his plate to produce the movies. Oh. Because with the new Disney deal, they got back X-Men and Fantastic Four, which are now going to Those start are in, producing yeah. films. Those so, are on the priority so, list so now. So it came down to Kevin Feige and how thin he was spread as part of the story of them taking Spider-Man back. Anyway, this is Tom Holland. Finally, poor Tom Holland commenting on uh, the fate of Spidey. Uh, basically, we've made five great movies. It's been five amazing years. I've had the time of my life. Who knows what the future holds? Um, but oh, all I know is that I'm going to continue playing Spider-Man and having the time of my life. And it's going to be so fun. However we choose to do it, and the future for Spider-Man will be different, but it will be equally as awesome and amazing. And uh, we'll find new ways uh-huh. to make it even cooler somehow. Oh, man. Right? I feel so bad for him. Poor dude. It's the worst. Oh, man. We love you 3000. So it looks like Gillette. Remember when Gillette did that toxic masculinity commercial? The kids like fighting in a barbecue. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, It wasn't that long ago. No? Way way sooner than that. Yeah? Hmm. Um, So Procter & Gamble, the parent company of Gillette, back on the beginning of August said they announced that the company took an $8 billion write down on Gillette. They said, they said because millennials aren't shaving anymore. So they blamed it on beard culture. Get out of here. No, (laughs) no, that's not it. Okay. That's not it. They, they, they attributed it to beard culture. Uh, However, their new string of commercials that uh, have started airing in Australia are shifting the spotlight from social issues to, I guess, like local heroes. There's one where there's a firefighter and personal trainer. This just like dude in the mirror shaving. Uh, They say we have a very clear strategy when it comes to how we authentically connect with our customers. This is from uh, Manu Arian, associate brand director with Gillette Australia and New Zealand. Quote, we will continue to talk about what is important to Gillette and that is representing men at their best and helping men do their best. That is not changing. We will continue to do that and demonstrate it in different ways. So Mm. no more of the toxic masculinity stuff that, you know, everybody's like, oh, sure, go ahead, boycott. What are you, you're going to hurt a company the size of Gillette. And eight billion dollars. Eight billion dollars later. Eight billion dollars later. Yeah. So yes, a lot but of again, profusion blades to make that back. Officially, it's because people aren't shaving. Millennials aren't right. shaving anymore, right? right? Officially, it's because millennials aren't shaving anymore. VMAs last night. Taylor Swift calling out the White House during her speech. Uh, a lot of real quick. What is this here? Oh, this is Taylor opening the show. Oh yeah, a live performance. 
so good. I like that song a lot. Yeah. It was a great performance, too. It was crazy. Uh, but uh, during her speech uh, for Video of the Year, took the moment to talk about the Equality Act petition that she says half a million signatures sit on that thing as of right now. At the end of this video, there was a petition, and there still is a petition, for the Equality Act, which basically just says we all deserve equal rights under the law. Uh, Lil Nas X walked away with like, man, song of the year. And his speech was so awesome. (laughs) And just seeing him on stage with Billy Ray Cyrus is like, it's just so funny. It's so wild to me. Because never in a million Everything years that would you Nas think X has done. their two worlds would collide. Yeah, no, it's just amazing. When, like the story of Lil Nas X and how <laughs> the song came about, the controversy on the you're charts watching, and this and that. You're and, watching Philly Ray Cyrus, Lil Nas X on stage. You're like, man, that is the song that broke everybody's record for number one on yeah, top of Billboard for 19 Those two weeks. guys. I love it. I love it. It doesn't get any better that than that That man and that kid. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. This is my first award ever. Um, I want to say thank you to this man for helping me take my career to the next level. Right here. And I, I, got, a, I got a little speech, so yeah. And he busts out like this scroll. Yeah, the hits the floor. The long-ass scroll hits the floor. <laughs> thank you. I never dreamed I'd be standing here uh, tonight. That's it was a real so good awesome. moment. Sorry, the, Billy. The one thing, though... That I was really disappointed in. Yeah. And maybe it has to do with politics, with his people or whatever. Sure. But the breakout song is Old Town Road. Yes. Lil Nas X performed last night, but did not perform Old Town so Road. weird. He performed his new song, Panini, yeah. which it's a good song and everything. Yeah. He didn't even sing it. He was all lip syncing. The right. entire thing, very noticeable. Yeah. So I don't know if... MTV said, hey, Lil Nas X, we have a spot for you on stage. Will you perform Old Town Road? And maybe his people were like, no, we're done with that. We want to move on. We will perform, but we will only perform the new song. Yeah, I don't right? know. I don't know how that works because it can go either way. The The production can dictate, as we've seen in the past, where artists bail on award shows because they don't want to do what the production wants them to do. Right. But I don't get the sense that Lil Nas X is barking orders. At MTV? Yeah. I don't sure. get that sense. You've won one award. Yeah, you get the big record and everything else, but you still, you've won one award. Hey, Leslie Jones is leaving Saturday Night Live after five years. No! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sources say that she has opted to depart SNL and will instead focus on her upcoming feature film projects and her Netflix comedy special. Uh, Kate McKinnon, on the other hand, has closed a deal to return for season 45. Nice. Uh, the only thing that Leslie Jones tweeted yesterday, and I don't think this has anything to do with it, but maybe it does. 
She wrote, like F Twitter, right now, y'all are the worst to post on, Ugh, Been trying to post a video for two hours and just goes to drafts. Get your effing S together or I'm going to stop using you real talk. Wow. So, Damn, yeah. Leslie now, Jones. If you, if you remember how classic Leslie Jones is. And you know what sucks is that I was very much looking forward to seeing what Leslie Jones and Eddie Murphy would do when he oh, comes yeah. back to host the show after 35 years. I, I was hoping that they were going to put something together where Leslie would get to like fan out on Eddie Murphy or whatever I, it was. You know, I wonder if they will, if they'll still do that. Now that Maybe. everybody knows that she's not coming back yeah. and they give it the, the three months that the show is going to be on the air until yeah. Eddie Murphy's there. Like yeah. if they just bring her back because her return would be so much greater yeah. standing yeah, next maybe, to Eddie Murphy. Maybe, but uh, let's revisit this uh, gem from Leslie Jones. And what made me so mad was seeing the 25 Alabama senators who voted for their abortion ban. Throw that picture up. Oh. Look at him. This looked like the casting call for a Lipitor commercial. <laughs> this looked like the mug shots of everyone arrested at a massage parlor. <laughs> and if any of them had lips, I would tell them to kiss my entire ass. <laughs> Jones, you're going to be missed. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary was a passenger on a boat involved in a tragic weekend collision that <gasps> killed an American man in Muskoka. Uh, TMZ was first to report the crash, which took place near Sagan, is that how you say it, township? At uh, 11.30 p.m. on Saturday night, a 64-year-old from Florida was reportedly killed in the accident while a 48-year-old woman from Markham was rushed out to a hospital after sustaining critical injuries. Wow. Uh, O'Leary told TMZ, late Saturday night, I was a passenger in a boat that had a tragic collision with another craft that had no navigation lights. Oof. And then they fled the scene, apparently, of the accident. I'm fully cooperating with authorities, is what he uh, goes on to say. Uh, The boat has reportedly been seized for forensic testing. No criminal charges so far have been filed. Ross and Mocha Q&A. Ask Roz and Mocha time. Before we get to that, though, I love, love, love reading these Apple Podcast reviews that we've been getting lately. Five stars right across the board. So thank oh, you for so that. Uh, the bestest reads this one. It says it's from Emily. I recently moved to Denver, Colorado with my husband and daughter. Listening to the podcast reminds me of home in Toronto. I've been listening to the Roz and Mocha show since I was in high school, and I just love hearing the show and how it's evolved. Thank you for always putting a smile on my face and making me laugh while I'm working out and having people stare at me. It's totally worth it. Much wow, love. wow. Um, this one is from, doesn't give a name, but five stars, reads, love the show. Absolutely love the show. I do a lot of traveling for work, and the podcast is on my radio the whole time. Keep up the great work. And another one, of course. These reviews were submitted. Maury was the one that gave me these because this one reads, subject line, go Maury. Oh, God. (laughs) You guys are the best, and I don't know what's wrong with me because Maury's my favorite. Now, usually when I read these, Uh I always say who they're from. Yeah. But ironically, this time that Maury gave me the reviews, they don't have who they're from. So this one that reads, go Maury, is this from you? Did you write your own review, Maury? No, he says no, he yeah. didn't. Did not. Matthew write it? Your husband? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, uh, time for Ask Razamoka. These are the questions that we get uh, from you. 
on Instagram at Kiss925. And of course, we ask one of you to join us on the oh, podcast. Bert. Hello, Cassandra. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. great. Hold on, just a quick thing. That is from the account Maury the Man. Oh, so, so Maury, it is you. you. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ca- uh, Cassandra, what's your question? So, my question is um, when does a movie become a classic? Not so much in regards to, you know, box office and quality and message of the movie, but more time wide. Okay. Because I heard Roz call Harry Potter a classic, and it kind of hurt my heart a little bit to think Why? that I was alive during a classic movie that's come out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that old, and it's 16 years old. But what time, like, would it be 20 years? That it, Almost like in my question, I said, like, on Turner Classic Movie Channel, when okay. would Harry Potter start showing up on that channel? So, I would say a movie becomes a classic when it has some sort of a cultural impact and mm-hmm. like universally loved and maybe even quoted or turned into comedy skits on shows and <laughs> multiple parodies and memes. Like I think, right. you know, a, a movie like Star Wars universally is a classic. I think a movie a I think a movie like Harry Potter can be considered a classic. Right. Yeah, I think that I think if you just go by the numbers, like how old does a car have to be before it's technically a classic? Fifty years, yeah, that's, right? That's what, yeah, that's kind of like what so, I meant. Yeah. yeah, I think like fifty is when you start getting into the world of classics, and then after that, you start getting into the world of antiques, which we don't usually right. say in terms Jeez. of movies. Uh, but right. I, w- I would say, but there's terms like instant classic for a reason, and then there's 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 you know things that we refer to as classic video games that aren't. Mm-hmm kind of actually that old. They're just generation one. I I think that when a new technology or a new genre or a new something happens, you it's referred to as classic. Like there's, you know, classic um, like classic kung fu movies. You know, sure. oh my God, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a classic kung fu movie. It's not 50 years old. No. But it, it is first, it's the, first the, generation of whatever the thing is. Yeah, and, and it can follow the formula. Yeah, I, formula I, kind of thing. Exactly. I refer to Harry Potter as a classic. One, because people grew up with it. Like when you were a little kid yeah. and Harry Potter was your sort of thing, you're, a, you're an adult now. And so I I think that I refer to it as classic because it's anything like that that, you know, has sort of spanned your own life where something has existed. Like I would say The Simpsons is a classic is a classic show easily because yeah. it has expanded an entire generation where there are people who have grown and are adults now that have been exposed to something con- consistently so yeah i would say that harry potter is a classic i i i, I would but i mean it, will it show up on like what you said turner classic movies i, I don't <laughs> yeah. i don't like black and white movies but so I, when does, no, but, when but does classic movie of our age get to that point but classic <laughs> cinema is also a genre though Right, like True. those those black and white movies from the you know uh, the the fifties and sixties are in its own genre of classic Hollywood, True. and yeah. and I don't know if they're if anything else will be considered classic because they're not of that time. Yeah, you know? like what, yeah. Cassandra? What would you consider classic? Like, what's a classic movie <sighs> for you? God, when I think of time, like how long it's been out, I don't like to think that I've you know, gone to the theater and seen what would now be considered a classic music movie. Mm-hmm. Cause then I feel super old. Like when you said Harry Potter has been out for 16 years, kind of, you know, punch in the gut right there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, but you know what? I think as the first movies I think about are 
the movie uh, Walt Disney ones, the ones that are in the vault, the Cinderella, the yeah. Snow White, because those are ones that I saw when I was very little. Yeah. So I would put those definitely as classic. But like E.T.'s a classic. True, yeah. Right? And that's 80s. Yeah. yeah. Is Home yeah. Alone yeah. a classic? Yes. I would say Home Alone's a classic. Yeah. See, I would. that's a Christmas classic. No, I don't. You don't think it's a classic? No. At all? Because it's in a, it's in a genre of Christmas films, and I think that there are, like, Miracle on 43, 34th 30, Street. 30, 34th. Miracle on 34th Street is a classic okay. Christmas film. The original film. Or, the, or the remake? The, the, the original. Never seen any of them. Um, what's, the, what's that other one? Really? Scrooge. No, 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 no. The other black and white Christmas movie. Like, those are classic. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Thank you. Is that the same movie I was thinking of? No. Okay. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life is a classic <laughs> Christmas film. I don't know if I would say Home Alone is a classic I Christmas say, film. Yeah, I, I would know. say so. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I guess. Like Maybe Casablanca. I'm wrong. Cas- yeah. You know what? Cl- Just like I would say Die Hard is a classic Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Not a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, it is. Let's not get into the discussion of no, why Die Hard is classic, or not. It's not a classic. No, it's not a classic. I with my husband. No, no, no. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that I would say Die Hard is a classic Bruce Willis movie. Uh-huh. But I would not say that Die yeah. Hard is a classic anything else. Is Shawshank Redemption a classic? No, no, I don't know. Mm, Maybe Shawshank. Classic? What though? <sighs> like I don't know. Usually when you say classic, now that I think about this, usually when you say classic, classic, it's attributed with another sort of description. With like, it, yeah. yeah, another adjective. Like a classic with it. prison movie. Yeah, like a classic. <laughs> like yeah, like is is Shawshank? <laughs> You know, is Shawshank a classic film? I don't know. Is okay, Shawshank sound a classic? Sound of Music's a classic. See, but then you're just or saying is that a classic, classic musical? It's old. <laughs> no, 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 it's a classic. Sound of Music. I watched that not that long ago with Rox because she was interested in it. I think that that may be. You told me it's a Nazi movie. Well, yeah, there's because there's Nazis in it more. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like, have to tell you. Have you just ever seen watched the Sound movie? of Music? Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, there's swastikas everywhere. <laughs> they escape. That's the whole. That's the whole story. Um, no, but Sound of Music may be to go off topic here. Maybe the musical that had the greatest collection of songs in any musical film or stage ever created. I am 15 going yeah. on 16. The, the music in The Sound of Music is incredible. Every song is a smash. <laughs> hey, Cassandra, thanks very much for joining us on Ask Nobody's going to bite on that. Listen, I'm all alone. I'm what? all alone I, on that can island. Can I tell you guys? I've never seen that movie You've either. You've never seen Sound of Music? Nope. No. Why don't nope. you watch it You've this weekend? You've been deprived. You should no. watch it this weekend. Why? Nazis? No yeah. thanks. Why? It's just a lot of white people dancing around and singing and having fun. They don't get into... They, it's, it's presumed that the Nazis are evil. They don't get into why they're evil. You're not forced to... Yeah, it's kind of the celebrate anybody's of it. anything. <laughs> nah, so long, I'm good. farewell, a vita zane I do. Yeah, but uh, but you should watch it. You should watch it All with right. your white wife. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Cassandra. Love you lots. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. All right. I don't know what it is with people and their torture questions, but oh. not main account asks this question. Would you rather step on Legos for the rest of your life barefoot <laughs> or have a cut between your toes that never heals? Ugh! Both of those sound freaking atrocious. Okay, how deep is the cut? And like, when, so are the Lego like then just always in my shoes? Or are they just always around wherever it is that you step? Because then that, that would, would be, be a lot weird. of Lego That's and it would be weird to be stepping on Lego 
when you think about your day, every place that you go, yeah. there just has to be Lego everywhere then, you have to assume, right? I would almost say the cut between the toes because then you could just walk on your heels. Like how deep of a cut are we talking? Like is it always bleeding? No, 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 no. Like I'm a, sure it's like a painful like, paper cut. Yeah, I would take the cut between the toes. I would also take the cut. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't want to do, if you had to like, if you had to step on Lego first thing in the morning, it's yeah. a terrible way to wake up. It's very shocking. But keep in mind, yeah. the little cuts are painful too. No, I know, yeah, but there are, are. But I can deal with that pain. Yeah, I, I you get can cuts use all the time. You could yeah. use um, lotions and creams and whatever, yes. right? You could use like triple antibiotic or whatever and, and a Band-Aid. But you, and it will, it will never heal though. No, it'll never heal. No, no, but you can get a, like temporary relief. No, but yeah, but can you though? Keep in mind, it'll keep you up. You won't be able to fall asleep with pain. Well, no, like I could take an Advil and it'll deal with the pain of having a cut between my toes. If I constantly for the rest of my life walked on Lego, I would be an opioid addict Yeah, to deal with that kind of pain. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that like, is true. Yeah. You get hooked on Oxy <laughs> real quick. <laughs> well, there you go. Stupid question. Uh, Salome asks if there, if the three of you were starring, starting. Oh, I think she might be right. Okay. Salome asks if the three of you were starring in a movie, what genre would it be, and what roles would each of you play? That's very oh, obviously vague. a western. No, I would say much like the show, it would be comedy, and we would just play ourselves because we just have three very uh, different personalities, have views of the world. Uh, very uniquely, very differently. So I think we would just be versions of ourselves, no, right? But the, the, but the genre, if you put a Western, you could see Roz, you know, wearing a cowboy hat, leaning against his saloon door, spitting into a bucket. You come in on a okay, horse. We're talking, we're not talking about your fantasy, Moy. Yeah, no, I think that, I, I, let's go through like movie tropes. Like let's go through the sort of things that pop up in many different movies. The, okay, the, so like okay. action, right? No, let's say, I think for me, I, I would be the one to make Maury over so you, Mocha, would notice him and eventually fall in love with him. Like it would be a makeover movie. So you're like my or, gay cousin? Where I would have those, where I would have the, the, you know, it would be the scene where I take his glasses off and I tell him how pretty he is without his glasses on, Yeah. right? He'd fix up his clothes and stuff and then he would show up to work and you would notice him for the first time and then he would like play super hard to get. Leave your glasses on. No, movie, you also, right? you have to teach me how to dance or something so I have something to do. Yeah, yeah. Like we would just, we'd try and woo you. Like I would try and help him <laughs> get noticed by you, know, you. Can I just say like something that's really, really weird? Yeah. Is that we always know that Maury will, in every aspect of the show and of life outside of the show, he doesn't says things that would put him in a position to touch you. Yes. You, Roz, right? Yes. So he was just yes. talking about, oh, we would have to practice slow dancing together, right? Right. No, but, 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 in but, an effort to woo you. Okay, but that's like something Maury like legit wants to do, yeah, right? right? But in this scenario that he just mentioned, I don't know if you caught this, yeah. is that in this movie scenario, you are his gay cousin. Right. Because who else would no, make no. me over? No, no, no. It's always, it's always just like a friend. It's never the gay cousin. That's never happened in a movie before. No, I know, but well, I just, just find like it Mrs. weird Doubtfire, that... It was, the, it was the gay brother. I just find it weird that he wants you to be his gay I'm cousin, not, but he also wants to slow dance I'm, I'm not you. dressing you up like a woman, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a makeover movie. It's not... It's not like... It's not that. No, and I guess if we're going with those sort of like standard cliches, then I would make Maury over, and then what? I would be the one that realized how much I loved him and just never noticed? Like, is that how that would work? I mean, we could and go And then you that. and I, and then you and I would fight over him? Like with oil in our fists? I don't know how that would work. 
<laughs> oh my god, that'd be the name of the movie, Oil and Fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fists and oil. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that would play out, but I think that to me, that's the movie that we would be in. I think that uh, I don't know if anybody would go and see that movie. But I think that that's the movie that I would like to star in with you guys. Like okay. romantic comedy. It's my, oh, okay. favorite, it's my favorite genre of movie anyway. B asks this. This is a good question. You have been gifted an invisibility cloak, but you could only use it once. What would you use it for? Maury, try and stay out of changing rooms. Okay, then. Once. <laughs> I can only use it once. Maury, go. Okay, so an invisibility cloak. So it would have to be something that... You want to learn like the truth. Like I would want to be in where in this room where you can't see me, so I hear what you guys are saying when I'm not in the room. But anything that we would say when you're not in the room, we would just say to your face anyway. Not, we have not everything. Not everything. Come on now. Okay. Well, now. It's <laughs> like <laughs> now. Where do I order this invisibility? <laughs> yeah, I would say oh, only or, because or in, in, like your your wife's officers to see if she's cheating on you. You would burn your one time with an invisibility cloak to see if somebody was cheating. Like, you wouldn't use it for monetary gain. You wouldn't figure out a way how to use the invisibility cloak to set you up for life. Like, you wouldn't do any of... You would use it to see if Matthew... Yeah, no, you're right. You would go to Matthew's work... To find out that he's not cheating on you. Yeah. And then, you, and then the cloak's gone. You know what would happen is that you guys would bump into each other in invisible mode because he'd be, he'd be on his way to he, he'd be on his way over here to see if you were cheating. No skulls. <laughs> um, you'll be right. Like if you're in a bank in a, in a bank setting or something, trying to figure out you know somebody's code for their vault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's other ways. Like I don't know. I'm trying to yeah. figure out I don't like know. okay, honestly, the first thing that came to my mind, right? Yeah. Because yes, number two would be to figure out a way to get myself rich. Right. Quick. Yes. ASAP. Yes. Right now. Yes. But the first thing that popped into my mind, and only because I've been watching a lot of stuff on Netflix and just that it's been in the news the past couple of months, but I would use it to scope out and see the truth behind Area 51. See, again, to me, that's a total waste. Okay, no, I know that, waste. but like, how would we because be able the, to use the cloak, the invisibility cloak, for monetary gain? Like, you would have to assume, let's say if you're going to go into a bank and go into a vault and like take all their money, which, by the way, inside of a bank vault, it's not as much as you would think is being stored in there. Right. So I don't know if it's enough to set you up for life. Like, right. You would have to assume yeah. then that when you take that money, does that money then become invisible no. under the cloak? No, no is it like, like money floating in the sky? No, you got right? Okay, hold on here. Let me just chill for one second, okay? <gasps> you can use it to get on an the airplane only, and not pay. Again, to do what, though? So you could fly to To like, find out if Matthew's cheating on no. me. <laughs> no. No. Um, no, like, okay, let's, let me break this down because the only way to answer, and this is why I love Ask Razamoka because it's where we take ridiculous questions extremely seriously. Okay, Mocha, instead of sort of like walking into a bank and stealing money and then does the money, if you put it under the cloak, become invisible, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Let's say you and I uh, just go to Vegas and you crouch down behind the dealer at a blackjack table for mm. three hours while we just run the whole thing. Or you stand behind the ball at the roulette table and just kind of flick it to the number that, oh, I, that, yeah. I, put, that I put all our money on. 
Oh, that's true. Right? What if you what, what if you just did that? Like what if there was just some way that you and I could just partner up for a weekend in Vegas in that invisibility cloak and we go down to the casino floor and we just win 2 million in an afternoon. Just super oh, yeah, high true. stakes like just incredibly high stakes gambling. Like we could do that. You don't have to steal the money. You could legit win it, but we'll just do it in a real shady way. The duo of fists and oil. Yeah. Concentrate. <laughs> we didn't have money. I'm telling you, I think that there, there are, there's ways to do it. There's ways to, there's ways to do it. There's, there's, there are ways to do it. Steven asks a lot of questions on Ask Ross and Mocha and they're always ridiculous. Steven uh, Vodinkarov. Roz, who would you rather have as your son, Dan Mori or Caillou? Oh, stop it. <laughs> Next question, please. I'm not answering that. We take ser- these ridiculous questions seriously. Yeah, I'm not taking that seriously. I'm not fantasizing about either, either Caillou or you, Mori, as my son. John Han asks, have you guys ever been hit with a case of mistaken identity? Yes. Do tell. Dan Mori, go. Uh, the dude from, uh, what's his name, that played in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. No, no, but like, okay. We will get to that story. Okay. But it didn't happen directly to you. Right, no. Right? I've been mistaken uh, for my husband. For Matthew. Yes. We get asked if we're twins all the time. But would you, <laughs> but would you say, oh, is no, that, that a case of mistaken identity? No. That's not a case of mistaken identity. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm told I look like celebrities, but has anyone ever said, oh my God, are you? No. Right. No, you haven't. So the mistaken identity story that Maury was uh, originally referring to is... <laughs> One time when I went to the Starbucks <laughs> the across best. the street to grab coffee for us, yeah. Maury typically goes across the street and grabs coffee. And this yes. one particular day, I went and grabbed the coffee. And the woman, the barista said, because uh, I went and I said, oh, I'm here picking up this order. Maury, David Maury usually comes in here. And she's like, yeah. oh, that's Maury Maury? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, why? She goes, I thought he was the dad from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> Rick Moranis. <laughs> she thought Maury, all this time in the history of running over to Starbucks to grab coffee for the show, she yeah. thought that it was really Rick Moranis yeah. going in to grab coffee yeah. and that Rick Moranis worked on the Raza Mocha show and just changed his name to David Maury. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> like Rick Moranis comes in every morning at 5 a.m. Yeah, I, uh, I... <sighs> Jeez, I don't even know how to tell this story. I, um, a woman thought that I was somebody else. Okay. Like a celebrity? But I didn't know that she thought that I was somebody else. Okay. Until after. After like- But who said? Like she said or you said? She just started calling me by this other person's name. Yeah. After we had like, like third base. Oh, oh. Yeah. She started calling you by somebody else's she, name. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She just thought that I was this other person. And what did you say? I said nothing. Because <laughs> I, did, I didn't put it all together until after. Yeah. I was like, that was super weird. And then I realized that you figured she, out the matrix. she thought that I was this other guy. Now, funny story is that I sort of knew this other guy. He was a singer <gasps> in a band. Oh, my God. And I told him the story years later. And what'd he say? You're welcome. 
<laughs> yeah, because like at that point, what else is he going to say? Yeah, because I was at a concert and we were just there and she became, this woman just became super friendly and flirty. And I just thought it was because I was hot. Uh, and then it escalated very quickly. Yeah. Like very quickly. And then we like left and went somewhere real close and then made out for a little while. And then at the end, she started calling me uh, TK and I was like, I don't know. Okay. And she's starts asking me about an album and I'm like, I'm like being very vague and sketchy because I don't exactly know what she's talking yeah. about. And you're like, how do you know about my music yeah, career? Yeah. Hasn't fully taken off yeah, yet. Yeah, but because I was playing at the time and yeah. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, this woman's really showing an interest to me. I've never, I've never even played a show. She's showing interest in my yes. interest. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, this is a really, really great woman. And then I realized that she thought that I was this guy named Todd Kearns who was uh, in a band called Age of Electric years ago, a Canadian uh -huh. rock band. And there was a brief moment where we had the uh, exact same hair to the point of where we saw each other out in public one time and both looked at each other and went, what? Because he's real tall too. Like yeah. we, we had the same body, the same everything else. And there was one moment where we had the exact same haircut and dyed it the exact same color. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and so years later, I told him this story. And that's when he was like, well, you're welcome. Wait, so she, did she ever figure it out or no? No, I never saw the woman again in my life. Oh, damn. No, no, no. So no. she thinks to this day probably. That she went to third base with this other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Why only third base? Why only third base? Yeah. Because sometimes, you know what? Because there was a time where, isn't that's it, another interesting question, Maury. Why only third base? There was a time where I actively decided to not go all the way with mm. people, where I would only go to third base because it, um, it was it be things became too complicated when you went full on. And I found that relationships stayed spicier longer with only going to third base. Because you're playing hard to get. No, but we both were. Wow. It was a sort of mutual kind of thing. I would have these. I would have a conversation with somebody where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm I don't want to do the full thing here. Yeah. Now and uh, and it, and it made for some very interesting, very interesting uh, relationships. My mistaken identity story. Yeah. Happened when I was in high school. Yeah. And growing up in the neighborhood I grew up in in Scarborough, mm -hmm. which at the time was. I mean, it was a good neighborhood, but there were some bad people. Was it rougher then than it is now? No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. I okay. would say it's way rougher now, but there okay. were periods of roughness in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I'll never forget this. It happened in the summertime. I was driving to pick up my friend uh, so we can go to summer school, right? And it was like one of those summer of school evening classes. <laughs> yes. I had to. Yes. My dad made me. <laughs> so I'm at a light. I'm in my parents' Honda. And I'm at a red light and the car next to me starts honking and this super big dude, like not big, like tall, but like swole, okay, right? Yeah. He does his window down and he's like, hey, hey. And I look over and I'm like, what's up? And he goes, you think you can hide from me? Oh, geez. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, you think just because you cut your hair, you could hide from me? You think I wouldn't recognize you? Oh, jeez. And I was like... Bro, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. But had you just cut your hair? I, ironically, because you used to have super long hair. No, this was like when I used to shave my head. Oh, right. So it was like oh. coming up on the weekend. I got me a fresh fade and oh. everything. Right, oh. feeling good. Yeah. About to go to summer school class <laughs> in the evening. In the evening. Oh. So 
bro, I have no, at the red light, I'm like, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. And he goes, you don't remember me from the other day. You think you can hide? And I was like, honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was with his girlfriend, right? Yeah. And he follows me to a plaza. Because I'm like, I have no idea what to do right now. This guy won't leave me alone, right? Yeah. And I go, I stop at this plaza, which is like directly across the street from where my friend lived, where uh, I was going to pick them up from. Yeah. And the guy gets out of the car. I get out of the car. And in my mind, I'm like, if it's going to go down, it's going to go down. Yeah. Like, I can't avoid it. I have to you defend myself. to do it. Right? Yeah. So this guy grabs me by my shirt, by my collar, yeah. and pushes me up against a store, a store window. And he was like, you ripped me off. The other night was unfair. You think you can hide from me by getting another car and getting another haircut? And I was like, honestly, man, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know anything about no money. I don't know anything about no switch cars. I don't know anything about ripping you off. And I don't know how this happened, but this is the summertime. It sounds like it was a movie. A teacher from my high school was walking by at the exact oh, same time. snap. And like came over and was like, yo, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I have no idea what's happening right now. Yeah. Like I can try to explain and have this guy try to explain. And then the guy was explaining the story to my teacher. And my teacher was like, honestly, you probably have the wrong person. So who did he think you were? I have no idea. He was in just the something. some guy that ripped him off or Yeah, whatever. and he thought that I was yeah. that guy. Yeah. So how, you just so like how, you go and was like, okay, bye. So and how many how many he, years ago is this now? Twenty. Okay, so enough time has gone by. You oh could, yeah, you could admit though, you were the guy that ripped that guy off. No, right? no, no, oh, I okay. swear. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I promise. I have no idea. And, and like for the rest of the day, I was like, I don't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. But at that point, those I, moments are weird. They're it was tough. Very weird. Yeah, you know, you have nothing to say. You don't know how to you because you, you shouldn't have to talk yourself out of one of those situations ever. Nobody prepares you for the time that somebody's going to think that you're somebody that stole from them, but you're not actually the person that stole from them. Yeah. There's, there's no sort of life lesson that you get from your dad passed down. Okay, you know that you know, if any moment when you're mistaken for somebody who's a drug dealer and ripped somebody off or sold them bad stuff, here's how you get out of that situation. Yeah. Like our fathers don't teach us no, that. The only thing I knew in that moment is that. Fists were going to start flying, and yeah. I had to defend myself. And looking right. at the guy, yeah. I knew I was going to get my ass kicked if it came down to that. What yeah. if you just and started the only, crying? And the only thing <laughs> that I could have yeah. done was try my absolute best to Not throw hype. fists right. yeah. and to defend but, but myself the best you, I what, could. Why don't you take, take Maury's advice, and what happens if you just start crying? <laughs> 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 that wasn't an option. It's not an option for you? No, that's not okay. an option. Well, no. Keep that one with you, though. Keep that one with you. You never know. You might need that one. Uh, uh, okay, let's uh, see here. Vivian writes, if your spouse or partner has amnesia and the last memory is from before she even met you, would you try to make him or her fall in love with you again or let him and her go, on, go and move on? Move on. Oh! <laughs> No, really? Because do you know that's a lot of work to try and re-love someone? Oh God! But you already love Matthew. 
Oh, you say that you love obviously. Matthew, right? <laughs> I you wear the say. ring. Like, I mean, you know, I put forth the so effort. So Matthew has amnesia and then meets you and says, hi, I'm Matthew. No, 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 no. Matthew, like, um, gets uh, into uh, an accident. He falls down uh, a flight of stairs or off a stepladder. Right, Maury pushes him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And- Maury's wearing the invisibility cloak. Yes. He's up behind Matthew. Yes. Pushes him. Yes. He goes tumbling yes. down the stairs. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, cool. Okay, gotcha. so yes. So, yeah, so then Matthew gets amnesia. So Matthew's in the hospital with amnesia, okay? And he opens his eyes and Maury's sitting there and Matthew goes, who are you? It's at that moment where Maury goes, oh my God, I'm your husband, Maury. Or Maury goes, yeah, cool. And then just gets up and walks out. <laughs> yeah. No, the room, the room like, oh man, I got the wrong room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Aren't you Tony? Yeah. So would you would you do everything you could to make your partner refall in love with I mean, you? It's again? a lot of work. <laughs> yes, my, is my, my answer. My yes, answer is definitely yes. I would I for would, sure. I mean, for I sure tried when I tried wooing Matthew at the very beginning, I would cook dinner. I bought flat. I mean, that's all I mean to go I through know. all that again. Yeah, now you're lazy too. I know. <laughs> like at least then you put in the effort. Yeah. No, I absolutely, I absolutely would. I can't imagine my my life without Catherine. And plus you could change uh, like your whole past because they would never remember. <laughs> See, why, why? Why? You have so many secrets. Is so deceptive. It's like a clean God. slate. Right. Everything is so deceptive. That's when you try and convince your amnesiaed husband that you actually get paid to go on Craigslist and look at ads for other guys. <laughs> Honey, this is my job. You knew this. You knew this when you married me. This yeah. is this is how I get at. This is me. I'm at work right now. This I know. It's in the house and everything else. This is my office. Yeah. Get this out of my office. office. You used to be my biggest supporter. Yeah. You encouraged this. Yes, you would send me links, and we would. This is my, how I this is, listen. Go, go, just go do your thing. Okay, I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make the money for the household here. <laughs> click, click, click. <laughs> Oh my God! Every week on Instagram, you'll see uh, Ask Roz and Mocha. And you know, as the I get picture. a bonus when I actually get them to meet me, <laughs> right? That's how I earn my bonuses, right? Uh, feel free to uh, ask all the questions that you want, as ridiculous as you know as they may be. Then we'll try to get through every single one of them. Go into your closet and count your shirts. Every single one of those shirts was paid for by one of these ads. <laughs> <laughs> At Kiss Nine Two Five. Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Don't forget, uh, share the podcast with everyone that you know and leave a rating and or review on Apple Podcast and uh, we'll try to read your review on the next episode of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or download the KISS 92.5 app. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough.